Welcome. We are the Projectile Lunchcast, a group of friends with a combined professional video games industry experience of over 20 years. More importantly, we have collectively been discussing video games for close to a century, including during most of our lunch breaks. People forced to witness these arguments kept telling us to just get a room and make a podcast. So that's what we did. We don't think they had any idea what they were bargaining for, yet here we are. And we couldn't be more excited to have you, dear listener, join us on this adventure. Projectile Lunchcast, episode 32. My name is Marcel, and I'm still here with Richard. Buck, buck! What? What, what? Oh, what, what? okay. Um, and still not anybody else but Richard. That's right. Uh, unfortunately, Busty has to take a little break from the Projectile Lunchcast. Um, if rumors are heard are correct, he's currently undergoing a, a experimental medical procedure where they see if they can like install a Xbox Game Pass receiving thing right into the human body yeah so like he can at any time anywhere just xbox game pass to his heart's content basti will be able to run skyrim todd is very excited basti will be the x cloud we're doing this we're doing this podcast fucking highlander style all right until there's only one left until there can only be one isn't that like also isn't it is there a game genre where they do something like that no i don't think there's ever any game shows where there's just one contestant at the end like a winner or anything like that that wouldn't make any sense yeah, what would they do after they would like eat a yeah. dinner or something? Doesn't make any. That would be stupid. Yeah. Um, Richard, how do you feel about time-honored traditions? I love time and honoring it with traditions. So, shall we look at the games that were released this day, uh, February 26th? I am salivating at the prospect. The first one is, uh, you may have heard of it, I've never played it naturally. Okay. Because I'm not a weirdo. Uh-huh. This day in 1996, a little-known indie franchise kicked off with two games called Pokemon Red and Blue. Dude, I've never played a Pokemon game. No, for real? For real, we are ancient. You've never played a Pokemon I've game? I've never played a single Pokemon game. This is pathetic. How is that pathetic? Because you were like a Nintendo kid. Yeah. Just but... last episode, you were telling everybody that you were a Nintendo kid, that you hated Sega, that your uncle worked at Nintendo. And uh, by the way, I, mm. he still hasn't banned me. Your uncle's lazy. You, you, it's coming. It's it's a delayed ban because Nintendo doesn't know how the internet works. Yeah, that's a believable thing, actually. They wrote that you were banned on a post-it note and put it on a window. And you just need to respect that. Okay. Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm a little too old for Pokemon, I think. No, okay, How old wait, shit. Oh, no. Okay, hold on. Let me let me just correct that. Does does Pokemon Go count as playing a Pokemon game? Well, obviously, yes. I, we all know what happened when you did I did I tell what happened when I played Pokemon Go? Two two things happened when I played Pokemon Go. The first was um I was sitting in in my in my home hmm. of an evening hmm. and uh, Pokemon Go was like, "Yo, there's a Pokemon." You should catch it. And I was like, all right, where is it? It's like right across the street. And I'm like, I'm not fucking moving. Pokemon Go, leave me alone. So that that was a pretty strong blow. The do, you, second, do you think the word Go was like, it kind of like might have given you a, like a giveaway like that Pokemon like as move? I go. Like I was expecting you to like okay, when I went, okay, not, okay, okay, okay. you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so that's that's whatever. The second time I got a notification for Pokemon Go, it was like, there's a there's an increased chance to catch Pokemon over at this place, and I was like, "What's this place?" And I was like, "It's a playground." And I'm like, "Look, man, I do not, I'm not gonna go to a playground, open my phone, and just say, oh yeah, I gotta, 
I gotta catch you. It's just yeah. Oh, it's so rare. So I I uninstalled that shit. So that I guess that's the Pokemon game that I've played, but I've not played any of the mainline Pokemon games. I'm really honestly surprised. I would have thought you played one along the way. No. I mean, personally, I uh, I haven't played any of them. Right. Which is only hilarious because I was for a few months an editor of the official German Pokemon magazine. Yes. Um, which was great. Like, first day of my internship, they were like, hey, Marcel, do you like Pokemon? I'm like, fuck no. Have you ever played of the games, any of like the, the console games? I'm like, I have not. Have you ever played a card game? I'm like, no, that's dumb. They're like, congratulations, you got to work on Pokemon during your internship. I'm like, that's great. That's <laughs> yeah. great. Yeah, I thank you for this opportunity. Thank you, Pikachman. Pikachman. Mr. Pikachman. Pikachu, yeah. Do you have a favorite Pokemon, even though you don't play Pokemon? Uh, Chimchar. The fuck is Chimchar? Oh, is she like? I don't know what it's like. I never even know if it likes if that's the English name because like Pokemon's except for 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 uh, Pikachuman, <laughs> Pikachu as we call him. Pikachu. Jesus. Pikachu. Oh my God. Um, they all have localized names, like so. Like we had this huge files of like this is what this this Pokemon is called in every European language because like Chim- supposed Chimchar to be sounds pretty. Uni- I'm guessing it is a monkey that is on fire. Yeah, how did yeah. you know? He was a back then when my internship was a starter. Like I can't remember when that, what what generation it was. Maybe Sapphire or some shit. I don't know. Okay, no, I, I don't know. Can't Not the best it. Pokemon though. Who is the best Pokemon? It's fucking obvious. It's obviously Diglett. What about Squirtle? No, fuck Squirtle. You know what Diglett is? Have you seen Diglett? You've brought this up before. I'm just saying, man. Just imagine walking, walking through a pristine field. This fucking giant hot dog just pops up next to you and looks right at you and says, Diglett! <laughs> Nothing better than that. Yeah, That's Diglett's so the best. If, if you get a better Pokemon than Diglett, you can write that to projectilelunchcast at gmail.com and no, I'll fucking... No. I'll fucking prove you wrong. Dude, you can't, you can't, you can't... Uh, I, I got these drops in early. You can't trigger the Pokemon fanboys. What, what do this they got? Is, this is dangerous territory. Find me a better Pokemon than Diglett. Impossible. Okay. Shall well, I move what on else to another out? game yeah. yes. uh, in 2009? Yes. Um, the sequel to the game that almost killed Halo. Wow. Killed Zone 2. <laughs> you know, I think like one time we should do an episode about all the killers... Yeah. Like all the Halo killers, the World of Warcraft killers, the Command and Conquer, what have you had over the years. Yeah. I wonder if there's ever been one that actually got, well, I guess Fortnite kind of killed. Well, you know, as as far as... Uh, yeah. It depends how you look at killed, but like it overtook PUBG. I mean, it it kill, it helped kill it. it kill it. I mean, it did shit. Whatever, that game's still crazy popular. Like, it's PUBG's doing okay. It'll be all right. Have you ever played any of the Killzone games? I have played Killzone 1 at least. I'm not sure if I played Killzone I played 2. a demo of Killzone 1 on the PS2, but back then I was an expert. So as a as a raging Halo fan, but I played a little bit of this demo, then I died almost of laughter. Because like, I was like, this shit's going to kill me. shredded Chief. the demo. Are you, are you crazy? Killzone was an, it was an alright game, though. Yeah, I guess it was alright. Killzone, Killzone 2 is, of course, like one of the uh, probably most controversial E3 reveals ever. Why? Don't you remember like that argument for, for years where they were like... Like different, uh, like different people from Sony. Some said no, it was all in-game footage. It's all gameplay. And others said yeah, no, oh. that shit was CGI, obviously, because like that was the game when it was revealed. Did and it was like either this is CG or the PlayStation Three is the second coming of our Lord and Savior Todd Howard. And it was. It had baby doll heads, all that good stuff. 
It had great versions of Bethesda games. What was the name of the bad guy? I remember the Killzone bad guy's name being like super on the nose. Hellgust. Come on, man. It's the Hellgust. Are we the baddies? And what is it like? What's the, what's the, is it Jinro? Who? The anime that everybody said like they looked similar to the red glowing eyes and the helmets. Uh, it was Fallout New Vegas. Uh, no, the Courier is an the anime yeah, no. that, I, mean, I think it's called Jinro or something. All right. I, I don't know what anime. Sure. Obviously. Surprising. Surprising what? I'll, I'll let the council know of your behavior. Well, the council, the, the, the Weep Council will be delighted about the last game I have on here. Because, like, you know, the first one, obviously, is legendary. Like, like uh, kicked <laughs> kick <laughs> off, kick off the bag, biggest, actually, Pokemon bigger uh, transmedia franchise than Star Wars or Marvel. Like, it's the biggest sure. multimedia franchise ever in terms of, like, uh, gross earnings. Go Chimchar. And, and also in terms of gross fans. Yes. But the the Pokemon Killer Temtem might take care of that. Then then yeah, true. Then Killzone two. I mean, Killzone obviously. I said like it's it, it will always be remembered for that video that E three yeah. that essentially made the made the PlayStation three. It, were okay. it was pretty. But game. now I have yeah. a game that will be less fondly remembered. All right. The kind of game that maybe kills a franchise. Is this Anthem again? It's Yaiba Ninja Gaiden Z. <sighs> Oof! Remember that one. Did that kill the franchise, or did three kill the franchise? Well, if, if three killed the franchise, then this one pissed all over the grave. That that I I would almost accept as a better deck than the one you just had. So yeah, this was a cell shaded yeah Ninja Gaiden yeah. game where a guy called Yaiba was he in the other games? No. Oh, he killed zombies. I thought he was like a bad guy and like and comments on the absurdly large breasts of his female companion as you do also do you know who was involved in the game of in the making of this game who's that keiji nafuna what he can't, he he's, can't, he's been on a roll he cannot be trusted <laughs> it's clearly not do not trust keiji nafuna if you want to play a good version of of dude that that cuts stuff up with swords and also makes horrible horrible sexist observations about his companions you should just try killer is dead was that Travis Showdown? Travis Touchdown. Oh, shit. And no, he's, he's, uh, he's the No More Heroes guy. He does have a dope name. I think it's like Mondo. Something Mondo. I'm going to look up the, the main character of, of Killer is Dead while you while you tell me about Yaiba. Well, there's not much more to say. Nothing more to say. It was, it was a universally reviled game, uh, reviews-wise. Uh, I never played it because it came out on last-gen consoles at a time when current-gen consoles were here already. So obviously, uh, I was like, meh, this looks old. Can't play this. <laughs> <But>, um, <laughs> the the self-shading did nothing to keep it alive? Actually, like, the, the, the visuals were kind of cool, but uh, everything else about the game seemed really, really bad. Like When you looked at gameplay footage, it was like, meh, not sure who. Yes, the, the main protagonist's name is Mondo Zappa. I think I think this game was towards the end of where where people were like, maybe everything should have zombies in it, from from World War Two shooters to Wild West you, open you, world you, games. You everything needs like zombies. A, that was towards the end of it. You act like a zombie army game didn't just recently come out. Yeah, but that, those games like those games did it before. Like here, I'm talking about franchises that had nothing to do with zombies. Just needed like, to just get put zombies, zombies in. in there. We should do an episode on fads. 
Let me get my bow and arrow, and I'll I'll grappling hook that to. We could the, we could do that, yeah. But uh, but for, for today we're going to talk about something different. Let's talk about something different. But before we talk about something different, oh my god, I, I have a small announcement to make. I love announcements. Um, and it's it's actually like I've talked to a lawyer. Really? And they say like, if once I say this, like it's legally binding, you will have to do this. Uh, yeah. From now on, oh, no. whenever we talk about Destiny Two, yeah, you will have to refer to me as the Reclusey Arc. What's a, a what? At the Reclusey Arc. The hell is that? It just means that like the last two days when I was when I had to, uh, took time off from work, I got recluse in uh, Destiny Two. I spent a lot of time with sweaty men and women in. Uh, did you? Did you? How much did you pay playlists? for your carry? Nothing at all. Actually, like it sounds way worse than it is. Yeah. Like it, it uh, like these days. Like for a win, you get like 150 or something glory. When you lose, you lose like 12 or something. Oh wow! So it's not hard to grind at all. How much glory? And that weapon is a lot of fun. So I got the recluse. Yeah. Which for the non-Destiny 2 savvy listeners, it's a pretty strong submachine gun in Destiny. I got that. Then I went into Iron Banner, and I got the triumph for killing 10 people without dying. Wow! So that was nice. So you had a, you had a banner weekend. Ah. Yes. And that kind of ties into what we're talking about today, because um, I'm going to throw a few words at you. Uh, we're doing free word association? I'm going to throw a few words. No, no. Paintball. Mm, I've done that before. Spaghetti. I love it. But actually, this is not what we're going to do. No, I'm going to throw a few words at you, and then I'm going, to, I'm going to ask you a very provocative question. I'm ready to be provoked. Wait. Word one. Yeah. Achievements. Yes. Word two, or like, like timed events slash content slash seasons. Okay. Three, pile of shame. Okay. Four, game pass slash subscriptions. Five, online discourse. And the question is, was gaming more fun back in the day before we had all these things? Oh, shit. We're doing a grumpy old man podcast. No, no. like No, I thought like you were the grumpy old man and I was the young, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed defender of you, games you, and service. You're arguing for these things. I just want to say before we get into this, like... I don't necessarily mind the microtransactions in this game. You don't necessarily mind the microtransactions in any game. That's not true. It's way true. So yeah, no, um, like we, it's it's a topic that that has come up between us a couple times. When, for example, when we talk about Destiny mm-hmm. and other games, um, and yeah, like it's it's interesting. Uh, the like it, the question is like, how do all of these things that I just mentioned? How do they shape or change the way people play games? Yeah. As opposed to in the past where it was literally just you bought your or maybe from your uncle at Nintendo you got your game, uh, yeah. your cartridge, you put it in there, then you played it until until the next holiday came along and you got a new game for Christmas or something. Right, right. Once a Christmas where you got a game and one one year it was Rise of the Robots and set the house on fire. <laughs> That's fair. It's fair. Like it's it fair. like it like it was meant to be. So yeah, um, Please, like, uh, please hit us, hit us with your thoughts, because I know you have a lot of thoughts on this topic. I, I do, but especially I mean, time content. I, I do, but it's also, it's also, yeah, uh, it's important to preface this with. I think, I think, if I, if I had a, a thesis off the bat, it's that you need to find a way to play video games so that you enjoy them, and if you find yourself not enjoying them, then you can just, you can just stop playing that video game. Even even if you don't have all the achievements, even if you don't have you, you stop playing that video game. And you know what else? Here's a here's a revolutionary fucking thought. You don't need to tell anybody about stopping playing that video game. You can just play a different game. You don't need to hop on to. But but have you have you truly stopped playing a game until you've made five threats on the game's official forums telling people you stop playing the game? Yikes. That it's death? 
Have you truly? Hard yikes. Uh, and and yes, yes, I have. Um, yeah, I, I think I think the uh, of the ones that you you laid out to me, the uh, the most egregious in my mind is is FOMO content. This uh, this seasonal stuff um, is blatant in a way where it's like, yo, are, are you just telling me to go fuck myself or like? Like it, like it, that's the I think of all the of all the stuff on there that's the one where it's like where it's the most it seems to be the the fattest middle finger smearing across my fucking face like uh like um I'm not, I'm trying to think of of better examples than just just destiny but I mean you know those those guys are are pretty cheap at that too in the sense that there's there's seasonal content where if you don't do it in a certain time frame it goes away forever I I can't. I can't wrap my mind around doing a lot of that shit, um, and I think we got into we we got into it for, for a while, but uh, but man, no, like it's it, like I, I boot up that game and I'm like, well, I better get my fucking if I don't get my dailies done, then I'm never gonna be able to get this thing, and I'm never gonna uh, if I and at the end of the day, you just suffer a stroke. I feel like I'm suffering a stroke just thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah, what, I mean, but you're, you're a little more tolerant of seasonal content. I mean, the things you just said are typically the things the kind of person who doesn't have recluse in Destiny 2 sure. would, would say. Sure. So let's keep that in mind. Ah. Um, yeah, uh, I, I mean, I think like it started, like this, this whole idea started more with like rewards or stuff you can buy. Yeah. Like, you know, um, I can't even remember what the first game is really that started. I mean, League of Legends had timed event timed skins that you could buy for a while and then it would go in the vault and maybe sometime in the future it would come back for a while. What does that mean? Oh like like the store would rotate. And not rotate as in like a it's like a fixed rotation more it's like like ninety five percent of the skins in League of Legends you can buy at any time. Yeah. But for example during the world championships every year. Yeah. I think you can buy all of the world championship skins from the previous years for like a month or something and then they're gone again and then they come back for the next world championship. Yeah, but they come like, back. You know, like, like Christmas or Halloween skins sometimes come back. And like, for example, like if they release, as an example, if they were to release five Halloween skins, yeah. then four of them are probably permanent skins or like three and then one of two of them you can buy for like two or four weeks and up leading up to Halloween and then afterwards they're gone. See, so I think that that's how it started. But like with Destiny, like it's really now actual gameplay content, right? Like it's yeah. whole modes and features that go away after a season, right? Which I do not, do not understand. I, I don't get that. So, I, mean, I, like, I, I think there's like I think there's 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 probably valid reasons to do it. Such as uh, one one thing that they brought up a lot is um, actually it sounds stupid like install size. Yeah, that Destiny is getting pretty for like a console because I like I think what, what is the lowest on like this, the, the low end consoles two hundred fifty gig or two hundred yeah. five hundred yeah but like Destiny is getting to be a a a space hawk they they they've kind of uh, they've kind like of like the Cabal kind of they're also space hawks no space rhinos just space, yeah sure it was good it was a, it was a good reach they 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 kind of bite themselves in the ass with that anyway because anytime they patch they have to deal with that PlayStation copying thing yeah. if you're playing on PS4 where it's just like. Like oh we're gonna copy hey we're gonna copy you install the update in two seconds and now it's gonna take you fifteen minutes to copy it through like that shit is already biting him in the ass but like and I think and the other good reason or like actually that I think is a good reason because it becomes a problem after a couple of years yeah is like for a game like Destiny that's like very reliant on matchmaking yeah for a lot of things like if you give like if there's too many activities to split your player base up across 
I think that becomes a problem, especially when it's like with the seasonal stuff, like if you have five or six fairly similar round-based survival things or something, then I think at a certain point, like it doesn't really make sense to do that. I, you know, like the, the thing... I'm not an apologist here. Yes, you are. But uh, the thing, the, you, you can be. And, and again, somehow we find ourselves where, where Destiny is like the good example of the goods and the bads because... Like, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, it's brave of them to try a lot of that stuff, and you know that I'm, I'm overall posy on what they're doing, but, like, it's hard to say, like, what their justifications are, because they end up shooting themselves in the foot on this shit anyway. So it's like, well, we didn't want to split our player base too much, but anyway, enjoy these new titles. Uh, you're going to have to do some year one content uh, with no matchmaking that, um, that you have to rely on random server fill to do, because you can't even get a squad big enough to successfully do this you know i'm talking about uh i'm talking about escalation protocol hmm. it's the oldest one of these events so uh for for non-destiny players first of all st- stay out you're doing fine uh for non-destiny players like the the concept is like uh you go to a location uh where there is other story content other side content you might be doing it yourself and you engage in a multiplayer thing to fight waves and bosses um now, they did this to themselves because they they cap all of their events. They level cap everything, so you can't out-level to a place where you and just a friend can do this. You, you will be level capped within a range to where you're still, uh, you're still weak enough to, to get hurt by these things. So you need, what, six players to do this? I mean, it match makes up to like... 12 or something but you know nowadays yeah, you got be, lot, yeah. you're gonna need a good six seven eight maybe players that that really want to do this uh to even to even hope to finish this event and then once you finish that event you gotta hope that that boss character drops the weapon that you're 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 looking for because that's a that's a low chance so you gotta farm that and then that boss rotates weekly so you know we we were talking about this the other day, me and you. Is like, hey, let's hop back into Destiny and look at some stuff we can do. And it's like, there seems to be this one uh, nicely packed wall of bullshit that you have to headbutt through to do any of the cool stuff there. So it's like, yeah, okay, uh, we want to keep down on install sizes. Great, the content's still not fucking there, so my my reasons to come back evaporate every two months, three months. And uh, what, what was what was the other thing? Split the player base. But if I want the title, if I want the thing, yeah, they, they split their player base enough as it is. I mean, how many times is there an event where it's like, all right, finish finish this many public events at this location. The quickest way to finish a public event is to go there and just shoot rockets at the fucking boss till it dies. You can finish in a minute. Now, how many of those players are going through other quests where they have to finish a heroic event, which requires you to do something within that public event and uh, and escalate it somehow. Which you know, somebody's just you got four people coming in for doing the new hotness, which is I got to beat twenty of these things. So they just go in, kill your boss. You're standing there like, okay, I'm fucked. So they, they kind of they, they they the the thing with Destiny is that it gets a bit old hearing those guys be like, hey, we're hearing you, and we're gonna change this up because they've been doing this. For six fucking years. But they do change things. Not always for the better, but they do change they things. They do change things, and yes, they do listen. But I mean, like, I, I I look at Destiny 2 now, and it's like, all right, when's this new season up? Two weeks? Uh, yeah. Yeah, two 13, weeks. 13 days. Two weeks. So I've gotten nothing done. I'm not going to finish my, uh, my battle pass. Uh, the limited time stuff is going to go away. So I, I don't know, like, why do I want to pick up that game right now? 
So you want to come back in 13 days? That's fine. You heard it here first. Like, I, I showed up. It's going to be back to Destiny 2. I did this. I showed up for the last season. And I was like, all right. Oh, okay. I, I missed the optional thing in between, but they congratulated for it, me for it. But I don't get to do it. So I'm not sure what happened. This guy is now mad at this guy. So, I mean, at least they're moving their storyline along. But I wasn't there, so I don't know why or for what direction they're moving their storyline along for. So it's like... I don't know. I, I think uh, one of the other things with with that FOMO stuff is like, like, um, and I tell people who because we've talked about this. I don't know if, if it was you or if it was somebody we were talking to just felt a little locked into that stuff. Like it was like, look, I have to, I have to get this done because otherwise I'm not going to finish my thing. And it's like, dude, just miss. That happened. This does happen to me. Yes, that mindset. It's like miss miss something, miss anything, and see how important that shit is to you on the. Uh, on the on the large scale of things and that's super important like the the ability the inability to be a perfectionist really takes a lot of the um a lot of the drive out of that for me you know what i mean like there there is i i can boot up destiny i will never be able to do everything True. if i even it doesn't matter how hardcore i want to be let's say that i really want to you know bash my head against this do this content from years ago grind myself up in places that are that are garbage nobody else is doing it there is zero chance for me to go in there and do everything, right? Yes, definitely. You know, and like so. So I mean, I went through a pretty big phase for one of the other things on your list for achievements. I went through a uh, a, a borderline obsessive uh, achievement hunting phase, right? But then you get a game where it's like, oh, hey, man, the, the developers, uh, this achievement doesn't fucking unlock. You can never get it. There, yeah, there are there are some like uh, so I, I I think you cared a little, little bit about the achievements. I, I did, like I said. I, I, yeah, yeah I, I was I was for a while rather hardcore about it. Right. Um, to the point where I have to say that like um, achievements actively uh, like impacted my my enjoyment of a game. Yeah. Because it was sometimes this thing like, well, this game stopped being fun ten hours ago. Yep. But I guess it's like still 20 more hours to grind for this fucking achievement. And like, and let's trade some examples here. Okay. Uh, uh, there were, uh, early on, there were some terrible achievements. Absolutely. Like number one in leaderboard shit? Uh, Ghost Recon Advanced mm-hmm. Warfighter was that. That was, yeah, become number one in the... Um, I think I may have gotten one of them. I can't remember. There was Yeah, because there, there was like a regional or like a weekly... Yeah, it was like, so like essentially after a couple of years, you came back and were like, nobody's playing this right now. Time to go. Yeah. Um... That was bad that, like, uh, of course, a lot of, for example, like a lot of the sports games, um, yeah. the servers get turned off after two years or so something, so, like, them. a lot of the achievements become unavailable to you. Right. Can you think of a specific game, though, that, that really... The, like, the, the, what, what now? That, Where you're like, just like, yo, this game isn't fucking fun, but I have to do all the achievements. <laughs> um, Shell Shock 2 Blood Trails is one of the worst games ever yeah, played, you, but I have all yeah. the achievements in it so what was what was the, the bad about that uh, it's just a terrible video game oh it was just a really bad game it's, it's just a very not, not achievement game. related no it was just like you know grind get like 50 kills with a shotgun and stuff like that but it, it was just like playing the game was a slog Cause I, have, I have one where the achievements made me quit playing the game it was it was up there there was, there was like a good if I had to narrow down like the top three reasons I stopped playing this okay what was it uh, it was the last remnant, okay. Um, which at its at its it was like uh, every chest or something. No, that wasn't lost Odyssey with every chest. I think I didn't. I never got that bucket achievement either. Jesus! Oh man, I just felt this like flash of like wanting to put a hole in the wall because man, the amount of passes I went through that game. 
Because they even did a thing where it's like all the areas that you can't reaccess, like they would, you could get those chests somewhere else. You know, they would pop those up somewhere else. So you never had to worry about those. But I ran through that game like three or four times trying to get the chests. And I, every time I find one in a corner, I'd be like, this is it. I'm going to get the chests. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to 100% this game. Never got it. It never popped. But uh, no, it was Last Remnant, and it was like, um, on top of that game being super weird in, in its tutorials, being really, uh, really misleading with being successful in that game, like, there, there's uh, essentially like a lot of other RPGs where it's like, hey, there's, there's, a, there's a path that will lead you to true ending secret boss, right? And that was like 400 achievement points. It was like one to get this, the one to get the ending, one to beat the boss or something like mm-hmm. that, I believe. Like 200 a pop. And it's like, in order to get this motherfucking ending, man, like, I'm serious, like, it was the the most missable shit game I think I've ever played, where it was just, it was just like, ah, you progressed to this chapter, but you didn't talk to this guy and compliment his shirt, like, sorry, you missed that path. And I'm like, dude, I remember having, like, Excel sheets for when monsters, like, what chapters monsters would be available for, and which order I'd have to beat them in, and, like, how to grind, and where to go, and how to redo this stuff and then one day I just missed my my nightly doomsday session and then I was like I can never fucking pick this video game up again and I think I still have the save file somewhere of like let's go back let's go back yeah and just and just finish last round it's on PC now and, and moddable so I might I might play it in a place where it doesn't want to hurt me so yeah it's kind of funny like how that perception changed for me because for a long time um, I, I would act, I would you know, pick games up like multi-platform so on the Xbox so I could get the achievements yeah uh, I would dislike stuff that doesn't have achievements. And these days, uh, you know, like, I mean, and these days, I would say I'm, I'm fully recovered. I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a better, healthy person now. <laughs> but uh, for, you know, afterwards, like in between, there was this like thing. Hey, um, it's kind of nice, like especially with, like with a game that I didn't expect, like you know, to play too much. Mm-hmm. It was like, hey, I can play this on on like the Switch or something. No achievements to be seen anywhere. No cross game anything. It's just yeah, like you play the that thing. game, you just enjoy the game. Because I think like, there was also the thing with, with you know with the achievements, like it became this weird social thing attached to it. You know, it's kind of like like how how shitty people on, on message boards are like. Well, of course you would say that. I mean, you only have like twenty posts. You know, shit like that. Yeah. And like like it would be like, oh, look at this person. Like he's talking shit, but he he hasn't even beat like Modern Warfare on on Veteran uh, Mile High Club, which, stuff like that. It's, it's weird. Which I do. But I have my laptop as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, before we before we get into that stuff, but I mean, like that's that's the, that's the thing. I was I think I was on a different end of that fight than you, because mm. I um, I was on the good side. Yeah, not quite. Back when I was in my my forum warrior days, like somebody would come in and they'd have their, like their they'd have their gamer tag and their score. Then I was like, oh, he's just posting the tag and the score. Like, let's crack this open. And it was you know you, you had the like web API where you could see. Uh, what games people played? It's like, oh, you got a bunch of movie games and children's bullshit to pad your score. What are you trying to say? That's fucking pathetic. What are you trying to say here? I understand that. That's how we were on different sides. Listen, the the takeaway, look, dear listeners. I, I played Avatar long after I got all the achievements. Look, I'm just saying that you playing Avatar, the game that gives you a thousand achievement points in five seconds, marks you. It was thirty seconds. Marks you as a worse human being. Does it now? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, um, interesting. If there, if there was a mark of the beast, a biblical mark of the beast, would be people that have achievements in that. <laughs> uh, dear listener, the takeaway here is that. Do you th- sorry, do you think uh, there's people on. who have achievements in that game, but not all of them? 
Oh my god, they're my hero. Dude, if you have if you have like 800 out of 1,000 achievement points in that game, I salute you. You, you Not, not for the listeners who don't notice, so there's a, a Avatar, uh, what is it called? Airbender? Just, yeah, it's the last Airbender. Yeah, the last, like there's a, a licensed game. Yeah. And uh, all the achievements are about like getting like a whatever, like 10, 20, 50, whatever combo. Yeah. And you can get all 1,000 achievement points on the first screen of the game by just spamming the attack button. One button. Yeah. Yep. So like, I really wonder if there's people who were like, I got the ten combo, but then I lost my combo or something and died. That would be that would, that be, would hilarious. be and I just couldn't it would, do it. It would be amazing. I couldn't go back. I love it. Um, I, I I do think it's important that we say that, that like, in retrospect, right? Yeah. Uh, either either posting your t- entire gamer score on there and saying how cool you are, or being the kind of psychopath that would open up somebody else's fucking gamer score, some stranger's gamer score on the internet. So you can make fun of them for playing open season are massively pathetic and should not be emulated. Did you play open season? No, I I, I did okay. not see. See, I I, I was okay, into okay. achievement hunting. I would never play something that I wouldn't normally play for achievements. Yeah, I, I never cared about like here. the easy points. You're so full of shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I never I never played uh, I never played for the easy points. But like that would that would um, that for me the thing that broke achievements was just like not being able to get achievements. And then also, I think that's probably you know around the age where I started just having way more, way more accessible income, so I didn't have to like, I would just find my achievement deficit going. I'd be like, oh fuck this. Oh, I thought we were gonna say intercourse, but income is no, good. never that. <laughs> no, and you know why? Achievement you very why? firmly locked because well, my score was didn't high. Have ex- exactly score didn't was have enough gamer score. I, I lost that account. I told you that. Like I, I, I don't know what happened. Like I changed computers, was moving around a bunch back in the day, and I lost my old account. I recovered it, so now I have two Xbox accounts: one with all my achievements, and one with like Forza Horizon Three and Sea of Thieves on there. I mean, I did have like initially. I would say during your early three sixty days, I was you know probably in the higher echelons of having gamer score. See, look, the thing, but these days it's pretty. It's it's one hundred eighty five thousand. It's that's not. I think I had like great anymore. 70,000? Yeah, but somewhere in there. Um, the thing is, though, the difference for me is that achievements on on their face are a fucking really cool idea. Like I think that that the best achievements, like orange box, is the one that you always hold up as as the um, the paragon of like, yeah, like taking taking the gnome to the rocks in episode two, using one bullet in episode one, like. There's some really inventive, fun ways to do it. They're all they're all kind of difficult and, and change things. I really like that. And there's there was a lot of cool things that I think achievements did for opening up other gameplay things or rewarding cool moments that uh, that you you know. Did you ever have that moment where you're like, I wonder if this works if I do this, and then you do it and you get an achievement. And you're like, oh man, you feel kind of connected to the developers because. They were thinking, hey, if a player does this, we should shout them out with an achievement, stuff like that. There, there are some cool. I think like the what, what I really like best, like kind of achievements I like best, are the ones that would encourage you to maybe try something different in a game exactly, that you yeah. would not not normally do. Yeah. Whereas you know the, the most boring achievements are always the either it's a super box center like finish level one, finish level two, finish right. level three, and maybe like finish them on all difficulties or something. It's like mm, yeah, which they pretty much all are nowadays, right? There's definitely a lot of them. I, I can't think of the last game I played that had some pretty out of the box thinking when it came to achievements. Mm, When's the last time I had a viral achievement? Oh yeah, right. Those were like for a while. Um, viral achievements were a thing. Uh, I think like one of the first ones that it was six arms or something, which was a 
Smash Brothers clone on, okay. on Xbox Live Arcade, and there was like beat the developers or beat somebody who beat the developers to get this viral achievement. That was a thing for a while, and then a couple other people did it because like you know it was the fun and hip thing. And yeah. as as fats tend to go, at some, uh, some point somebody was like, well, I guess everybody tried this now. Well, because you wait long enough, and it, like like the the first time I had a viral achievement, I shot like I, it was a multiplayer shooter. Yeah. And I, uh, I just shot a dude, and it was like one of the first achievements I got. It just been out for that long. I was like, oh, yeah. okay. Like nobody, nobody wants to protect that stuff. So do do you think it is? Do you think it's just like it, it? It works just like for a very specific mindset or way of thinking kind of people, or do you think that achievements in general can be detrimental to to having fun again? No, what I what I what I think is is um, is there are there are things like. Anytime, so social aspects of gaming, yeah, uh, really drawing players. They cement a community. They help retention. There are good things. I also think that most of I'm so proud of you when you say words like retention. Thank you. I know it's. I know it's like a. It's like a, a uh, aphrodisiac to you talk, people. Talk to me yeah. about loot boxes. Um, I, I think that those those aspects are are good. But I also think that if I'm looking back at my own gaming experiences, like those. Are also the lows, like they're the 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 lowest lows, or it's like oh I don't have this thing, or I missed out, I missed this, or I didn't I didn't get to do it. So I I don't know I, I and I, I do wonder because like I, I do think like have you when's the last time you talked to somebody and they were like yeah I gotta get all the I gotta get all the achievements in this I talked to one dude in the last maybe five or ten years that was really like I, I get those platinums all the time I need those platinums and he was talking about PlayStation games. Let me think, what was the last game I got a platinum in? I can't even remember. Uh, Spider-Man. I yeah. got a platinum Spider-Man, I think. See, I, I just can't. I believe. Yeah. Did I? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, but did you chase it? Were you actively like, ah, or are you just like, I want to play some more Spider-Man and this is kind of helping me? Oh, no, there was like, you know, like all the collect. But, but then again, I am somebody who tends to like doing collectibles. Collectibles if, are different though. If yeah, it's... I like them. Well, it depends. I mean, in a way, like often collectibles are also just like this kind of like this forced completion bullshit of like, hey, just keep that person playing somehow, which is not that different, I guess, from from you know achievements in a way. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah, I, th- I think like sorry to, um, no. to to go back what you said earlier. I think like, achievements can be very cool. I think it's really just like when when you when you put that whole um, like the cross game thing where like people can compare to like oh look I have so much more gamer score and yes you have them all in children's games and that person maybe has half as much but he got like you know all the achievements in all Dark Souls games or something but obviously right. you're the cooler guy because you have a higher score yeah but but then again as wow. we know that the people like gamers have an uncanny ability to ruin gaming and games absolutely the worst part about most things is the fans of those things fucking DC fans man. I sure I can't who I don't even know any DC fans I go on Twitter I know you as just, a just, I, just, I know you're just a Marvel go, just, fan and I think you're the only Marvel fan I know just search for the for the hashtag release the Snyder Cut and you will see the depth of human depravity you should bring that shit out though because I mean what if it's just that much better what if it makes the movie better what, what if, if it doesn't what if the Martha scene is like 35 minutes long and then they really they, they do a lot of throwbacks in the script about how both of their names are fucking Martha. I mean, I haven't seen yeah, it. Those to movies be fair. are terrible. Anyway, but that's my difference. I, I still, I still maintain. So we, we should probably hit up the rest of your list. But like, I don't think that the the seasonal content has mm-hmm. done anything cool or redeemable or neat. There wasn't a time where I missed out on something and been like, 
man, I wish I was there to do that thing that I missed. Like I've never had that moment and achievements at least did something good. What else you got? Um, I disagree. Like for example, there are some things, for example, I think one of the first moments I remember in terms of gaming, uh, it, like that, w there was like a time thing where you felt like, man, th that was either you were there and then you will fondly remember it for the rest of your gaming life or you were not, mm -hmm. was uh, in, in World of Warcraft. Yeah. The opening of the gates of Ankirai. Yeah. Which was like a, a um, raid. Yeah. But like to, to, open, to, to make that raid available for everybody, there was like a server-wide thing that people had to do together, like an event. And then when you, like the first time it opened, it was like this big cutscene. So that was you know, really that kind of like community thing of like, hey, we as a server community, even both factions, like we, we achieved this together. Like, you know, either you were there for that, you, you helped open the gates of Ankirai or, or you were not, you know. So I think that there can be cool moments. And for example, that is one of the reasons there are like, you know, for example, um, just looking rationally, there's a lot of good reasons maybe to, to not buy a, a multiplayer game was right at launch, right? Because, you know, there's probably going to be box service, maybe on yeah. or something. But I, for, for example, I really like being there on, uh, from the start of a game because, you know, even like when like the weirdest shit happens, it, it feel like in a way that's, you know, like you, you were there, like, you know, you, you, you were part of that thing. We both know that the only reason you buy those games early is because that's what everyone else does, and that's the only time you're going to be semi-successful. Harsh. You got to like beat the actual community that's going to stick around past the next release. That could be true, but yeah, like, I know this because so, it's how I play Street Fighter. You know, for it's for example, like, uh, like like you know, back then I was I was I was super angry at Error Thirty Seven in Diablo Three, but these days it's like you know, yeah, I was there. You know, it's 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 part of gaming folklore now. What, you were there for an error message and you were really happy about that? No, back then I was furious, I said. But these days, you know, it's just like, yes, everybody references that thing. People, like, you've, you see people talk about Error 37 or like Diablo, who, like, you don't even know exactly what happened. And so, like, yeah, I was there. Uh, I tried to play. I could not. That is, that is sad. Maybe I remember I all the times for the first week and a half I couldn't play Anthem. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't feel a bonding community about that. I don't have a problem with that. But anyway, so just like if, if you had to quickly rank them, so you, you like achievements better because you think achievements can have redeemable features whereas seasonal content or timed content you think is just a devil's spawn. Exactly. The only, time that I, the only game I could think that, that I've enjoyed seasonal content in recently has been uh, Monster Hunter. And that's because I know that every time they do seasonal like their seasonal special events, they just bring back all of the events from the uh, from the previous seasons. So I don't feel like I'm missing out. It's fo it's FOMO content, like stuff that is designed specifically so that you can say, "But I got this thing and I was there and you." Well, weren't. I was there exactly, and you weren't exactly. So maybe that's why you're bitter. It could be. Um, it could also be that uh, that I just don't I just don't enjoy. Um, not playing on my terms and terms. I was going to say, like, so, so you'd like. say, like, it's really important for you to play games at your own speed and all of that. At my own speed when I want to uh, and be able to do the stuff. But, uh, you know. So how do you feel that something like, like, like a Game Pass or subscriptions in general play into that? When suddenly, you know, like, again, yeah. like we, we get back to the idea of, like, you know, in the past you bought a game. Yeah. Um, especially if you were younger, maybe you couldn't buy too many games. You're like, you didn't really try to get everything out of it. Right. But do you feel like something like like uh, like Game Pass? So again, it changes gaming behavior because it made things like more uh, to use a really dumb word, snackable. You know, like just like be, you know, consumable entertainments. Like I've, yeah. I got like 500 new games on my Game Pass. Let's go to town. It, it could be. I, I, I think uh, I think subscriptions can work work a couple of ways. Uh, for me, 
Like I tried um, FF14 a, a while back, and I, I really could. I also tried to because you wanted me to, and I was very. I never cared. You, you, no, you, 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 always, you always like, like you begged me to play. I was like, I'm like, I'm gonna play Final Fantasy 14. Like I guess I'll try. Like I don't care, dude. You're not gonna like it. I don't like dude, it. If, it's if, your I, fault. If, I show, if I showed that that chat messages that to a psychiatrist, he would be like saying yes. Like your desperation was palpable. He would think that you need an ink blot test because there's no damn way. The only thing that's more desperate than that is is your is your pathetic ploy no, that you're no. having like where you pretend not that you're not going to play Marvel with me which it's... everybody on this podcast like all the listeners know is going to happen uh, dread it run from it I'll do both of those things fucking hell so so I uh, I, I wanted to play that and the, you know it seemed, it seemed fun it seemed grindy as all fuck but whatever but like it's a subscription game and it's one game so I mean that's different than Game Pass but like the idea of like oh I paid 15 bucks for this and I didn't even I just didn't feel like playing but now I'm wasting money like that would be the downside, but Game Pass is cheap as fuck, right? Like, what's Game Pass? Uh, if you don't get any, like, discounts or something, it's 10 bucks a month. That's cheaper than fucking Netflix. It is. But with, it also with... doesn't have Geralt in a bathtub. No, no, it does have Geralt in a yeah. bathtub. Even, even interactive Geralt in a bathtub. So fucking it's, it's superior to Netflix in a way. It's got your... Asti would be so proud of us right now. Yeah, he would. He would love it. Um, Basically, so the, uh, we, we've so talked about the, the, the bonuses of Game Pass. I think I think it's going to be cooler in the long run for developers that are able to put out smaller games if that's how mm-hmm. it shakes out. Yeah, I think that's neat. I think it's really anything that that opens up gaming to get away from, you know, the the sixty bucks once a year experience is cool and it should be definitely explored. Um, but uh, man, I I haven't done it yet. That's probably just because I have I have my own shitty giant backlog, which is one of your other things. Yeah, but so, uh, yeah, w- w- with subscriptions, uh, I, I, I just wonder, because, you know, obviously, and I think that is something that, that we as game developers um, sometimes count on, like, is this sunken cost fallacy? If, like, hey, maybe the beginning of a game is rough, maybe a tutorial or shit or something, but the person who's, who's figuring, who's seeing all of this already spent 60 bucks. Yeah. So they're probably going to, you know, try to fight their way through right. that to get to the good stuff, right? Right. But with something like Game Pass, of course, it becomes, you know, it, it really is much more consumable. It's like, I'm going to check this game, two minutes, you know, 20 minutes, like, nah, don't like it, delete, next yeah. game. Uh, so, which, I, which I'm kind of positive on. I, I kind of I kind of like it. that. Stuff like Game Pass, if it does what it's supposed to do and doesn't become, you know, make garbage, happy. garbage. Yeah, if Basti's evil plan doesn't succeed. Um, any Anything that, that kind of makes developers move a little bit and uh, and get a little more risky in a extremely risk averse industry I, I think I'm, I'm happy about so I, I just haven't as a, as a consumer I haven't gotten past the hundreds of fucking games that I already own that I haven't played maybe when I'm there I'll, I'll hop on the old game pass which the hundreds of, of shameful games you own brings us to another thing that I frequently yeah. see see cited by people online in in, in online discourse when they yeah. talk about you know, like the, what what shapes the way they play games or you know, what influences their purchasing decisions is the idea of the the pile of shame yeah or like you know the the massive steam backlog that you've gathered over countless steam sales all of these cases like do i need this game no but it's like 50 bucks uh, sorry 50 cent i might just as well buy it um is, is that ever a thing for you like do you sometimes think to yourself actively like I, I could be buying this game right now that I, that I want to play or like I'm interested in, but I have like the ton of shit that I already bought so I'm going to play something from that instead or is it more like is, is the pile of shame for you like an idea that you go in a, as filler content in between hmm. new Marcel game releases for example <laughs> or, or is it really something where you're like actively no 
uh, I'm just gonna play some old games now before I buy something new. Like, how do you, how, how does that work for you? Uh, for me, I don't even call it a pile of shame. It's just a backlog. I'm not ashamed of the stuff that I, I haven't played. I think I, I think which is funny because like looking at some of the stuff games you own, you should be very nah, ashamed, great. sir. I, I do fine. I do a okay. Um, my my thing is like, you should play what you want to play. I, I mean that that that's that's a good theme coming through. Uh, it does. It absolutely has happened to me where. I, I do have a lot of games that I'm like, oh, I'm going to get back into that. But then, you know, that new release is coming around. And it's like, I, I just, the itch is too great. I must I must rip and tear until it is done, for example. Uh, that was that was a game that I very much remember playing. Like, would interrupt a playthrough of another game because, like, Doom came out. I wanted to play that. But, um, you, you, you like, it's, it's a really great for me as, as somebody who just got into PC gaming last generation, right? Like, not that long ago. I think so. Wasn't that long ago, right? I think so. No, for me. Yes, I said I think so. Yes. Um, like your first couple of Steam sales are like holy fucking shit. It is, yeah. You know, like and and humble bundle for a while, a little less for the last year, but for a while was was kicking ass. I mean, you know, yes, I'll give you ten bucks for these fifteen games. Seven of these sound great, and the rest, you know, whatever. I mean, like humble bundle has in the past had great games on there, like Destiny Two by Bungie. Yikes. Um, yeah, they, they, they've done they've done some good stuff. So I mean, like when you get into PC gaming, or at least when I got into PC gaming, there was a lot of ways to quickly rack up a bunch of shit that I would have played that I wasn't going to pay full price for. Um, that uh, that I get to experience now. So like, um, I mean that, that that happened. Like I was, I'm trying to play through the Yakuza series, right? Because God knows why. I just want to God knows why stuff in Japanese. Uh, but like I, I played through two of the two of the the ones that I already had, and then I was like, I really want to see where this goes. So I bought uh, I bought the the next in the series. So there, there's a balance to find. But like I, I never I never looked at my backlog as a as a shameful waste, just because I feel like I got so much of that shit on 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 discount. And yeah, I guess as a result, I don't buy a ton of games day one. Do you, buy, do you find yourself buying a lot of games on day one and just having them sit there? Uh, not this year, no. No, because there's nothing coming out this year. There's, no, there's no games coming no, out. It's, it's, Ga- video it's games, have been, games have been canceled. In general, though, did you ever find yourself like... like I mean, usually when you buy a game, you're going to play through it, right? I have a, a good friend. Like He was the epitome. Like If you if you want to do like a, a you know, like, uh, encyclopedia entry for the word backlog or actually pile of shame, it would be him. Because I think like one time we counted fourteen sealed full price new games Ooh. stacked stacked on one another next to his TV. Fourteen Ooh. games. That one hurts me. That one hurt. That one. Hurt. That, that's more that, that is like that is very sunken costy right there. Exactly. Like having having a backlog is way less shameful for me than when I've bought a game uh, that I thought I was going to play and never got around to it, and then I saw it on sale. Like if I bought a game for like like sixty new and I was like I'm gonna play this I just I just want to finish this one game and then I never get around for it and then by the time the next time I think of that game it's like yo this on sale for fifteen bucks I'm like ah oh, god damn it like what have I done but that, I, that I don't do that too happens. much like usually when I play when I buy a game I play it yeah unless like I end up really not liking it but then I'm unlikely to play it later then it's just like okay so okay this one's on me I misjudged how much I would enjoy this how likely are you to come back to a game you've stopped playing um deep depends really like sometimes there are cases like for example like just last week uh, i started playing apex again which yeah. i haven't played for like eight months or something i mean like a like a story game though mm, well last this month i also started replaying uh, duke nukem forever 
All right. Uh, so just, just let the very, record show your honor sets. that he was talking shit about my uh, my tasting games a few minutes ago. Uh, he's playing Duke Nukem for fucking ever. Which what, is like a really, really bad game. What is your current objectives where you're at in Duke Nukem Forever? <laughs> I'm right now currently in a dream sequence. Uh-huh. And I have to um, find for a, a professional exotic dancer uh-huh. a bag of chips. Yep. Uh, something naughty to play with. Yeah. And a, a rubber. Awesome. So yeah, it's rivets and gameplay all around. It's a great story. No, really, this is a this is a really bad game. Like, see, this is shit that pisses me off. When I see that this game has reviews that are comparable to Anthem, I'm like, in what fucking world? Do you understand now why why Randy's thumb drive terrifies me? Right? Yeah. Because if that's the shit he'll put out publicly, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my, oh my god. So yeah, like I, I don't really do that. Too. But, but like, for example, right now, or sometimes in between, and that goes to like the last thing, like which is online discourse, which I have to admit, like is. Like, I sometimes get this thing like, hey, if, if my entire Twitter timeline talks about something, maybe I want to be part of that. Get that hype. Uh, it's not I need about to get hype. that hype for the Twitter. It's not about My hype. Twitter fam is going to be all like... Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, so, fam, um, lit, fam. And, you know, for example, like right, what I'm doing right now, because as as has been established, there's new games, no new games coming out this year <laughs> until sometime in the future. And what I'm doing right now is like maybe look at some, you know, so, some games uh, that, that I feel like one should have played. That I didn't pass, so I, I finished Quake 2. Uh, I finished Baldur's Gate 1 finally. Uh, I'm playing Duke Nukem Forever, which nobody should have played for its quality, but like it was just like as a funny anecdote in, in video game history, yeah. as an interesting, terrible footnote. So, so that that is a thing, yeah. That I sometimes actually actually do where I go, like, hey, maybe you know, there's like this established canon of of video game greats that people think. One should have played, and maybe occasionally I will that's try okay to pick one that. of them. I, like, like, yeah, I want to play one of these I, games. I, I respect that for me. I think that's neat. I, I think too many people, even if you're looking at like old movies or like the uh, the Oscar nominees that people go through, like the top 500 movies you go through before you die. Like I think a lot of people look at those lists and they're like, eh, I kind of know what ET's about. It's kind of it's kind of neat that you're actually going to yeah. play through that stuff. That's cool. So uh, you know, in conclusion. How do you feel um, all of the stuff that we mentioned? Like, uh, how do you feel like it has impacted like the way that you personally play games, but also like that people in general play games? Like, how do you see yeah. like player behavior changing? For example, I, sorry, just for, sure, sure. one thing that just came up yesterday, uh, like in a Discord, I was talking with some people, and they bitched about like you know a a game not having enough like you know incentive to keep playing. Okay. Which is so weird because if you think back, like when, when I first started playing online games, for example, yeah. it was Counter Strike. In Counter Strike, there's not even stats. You know, back then there was not even stats. It was you went onto a server while that match was ongoing. You look at the scoreboard, you see how many kills, how many deaths you have, and once you leave that server, that all of that is gone. Like it, it'll never, it, it's never coming back. There is no progression. Yeah. There was no stats. It wasn't you were just playing for for the fun of playing and maybe you know the game ruin, was ruining the some stupid kid's day. You're right, as you do. But. Um, that that the days of, of that just like purely being fun being enough seems to have gone for a lot of players it feels like yeah so what is your, what is, you know, what are your your closing words I, you know I'd like to before you praise me for having recluse I, you you've done enough self praise can never be no self praise I wish I wish your your name reflected the gun's name um, I you know I I think uh, I think uh, it's important to remember my role in this podcast is the positive one you know so I'm, I'm gonna aren't you the old grumpy no no I'm super positive so I'm gonna do what's my role I, general annoyance oh fair enough yeah 
I'm going to do be... an uplifting kind of kind of takeaway from all this. I mean, if you look at if you look at the the uniting ties between this, right? Like achievements. What are you doing? You're showing them off to people. FOMO content. You don't want to miss out when all your friends are there. Uh, piles of shame. Who will know what games I haven't played and and what what games I have played and if I'm playing them right or if I'm doing them at the right time. Well, this is a common denominator around all of these things. It's other fucking people. So, which are the worst? As which we've are established, the worst. people so in general. I, I, want, I want you guys out there in listener land to uh, to to remember the importance of self care. All right, sit down, play a game. You don't need to tweet about what you're playing. Put yourself into a peer offline mode. It's great. Don't uh, don't worry about the achievements. Turn the notifications off on that shit, and just. Play yourself a video game just for you. It'll be your little secret. You don't have to tell anybody. And I guarantee you that if you fucking if you just take take a take a little break, just take a little step out of of your your horrible grindy schedule. If you're feeling trapped, that is, dude. If you love this shit, then do you. If you're not feeling great about this, then you know just take 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 a little bit of time off of it. Just miss that card back in uh, in Hearthstone or like uh, don't show up to that event in whatever fucking MOBA you're playing. Like just. Just miss it just once, and you'll find that suddenly the hooks are gone. You just don't have to do that shit anymore. And you can just play fucking video games. I was super depressed when I missed the card back in Hearthstone back when I still played it. Yeah, and now, and how, now how much, really how much do you care about it now? While I still playing the game. You fucking just couldn't go back because you missed a card back? No, that was not the not Precisely. The now it is not a deep, 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 horrible scar on you. I, I, get, I get feeling bad about this stuff, but really, really, like... Take, take a moment. If you feel bad about the games you're playing, or if you feel like, man, I have to play this game tonight, because, like, or, oh, if I don't do this, like, those, those uh, don't be afraid to recognize those as negative things in your life. And just fucking stop. What, what if the negative things in my life that I feel bad about are the games that my friends Richard and Busty are playing? That's, see, again, other people. You should just stop talking. I tell you this a lot. This is probably some of the best advice I've had for you. It's just like, Hey, stop talking. Stop talking. Like you're going to have a sentence come out of your mouth? That's never gone well for you. Stop. Stop talking, right? No, stop talking generally or stop talking to you? What? Oh, fair enough. <laughs> no, I think like really what I've settled in for myself for the most part, because like uh, there, there were some things where definitely I, I tried to be a completionist in the past. As we said, obviously achievements, like you want to get a thousand in, especially in games that you cared a lot about, for example, I was absolutely always going to get a thousand gamer score in Shadowrun because I love that game. Yeah. Um, there is, yeah, as I said, like I, I wanted to have all the cardbacks in, in Hearthstone always. Um, and strange enough, there's other games where that never applied to me. So that that's an like, interesting thing in itself. Like in some games, I have a super completionist tendency or like in general i like collecting stuff also like physical stuff outside of games but like in other thing, things i don't care about for example like i never cared about like there there's a lot of criticism against the eververse store yeah most of it obviously being fucking deserved being undeserved, undeserved because right? like how the fuck are you going to criticize the voice of claudia black that's deserved. that's ridiculous but you know for example that was something that i never cared too much about which is weird because i played destiny a ton i love that game but like and and i'm a person that you know like that tends towards being a very collect collection like completionist mindset but like i never cared about it. and that is weird to me like that is something I, i'm, I'm very curious though, about yeah. um so yeah but, but i think you, like you this also really... didn't care when we did that really hard fucking mission that took us hours and you didn't get the the goddamn spaceship at the end you didn't care about that either well, because I did the thing, I was there. 
Uh, I know I was there. I know in my heart of hearts, I carried you to get that spaceship. Wow. And you know, you didn't even have to spend two thousand bucks to get that virtual spaceship. Thanks to me, like I'm, I'm your Chris Roberts. Essentially, how, how do you say this shit without fucking spraining your tongue? <laughs> but yeah, I think that the trick that really that I do for myself mostly, and that I think is is very good advice for people with games like Destiny or something. Just set like individual goals that you want to achieve, rather than like, hey, I must get get everything on his checklist from from all these different game modes, PVE, PvP, some of which I would hate. Just yeah. you know. Pick out a few things that you think this is a mode that I like, or this is like a, a cosmetic thing that I would actually enjoy. Because to be honest, like I own a, from back in the day, I own a lot of League of Legends skins, not because I like how they look or because I play the character, but because I wanted to have that skin. Because you no, know, completionist. Sure. So it's really yeah. Like I think just pick something like come to come to your own terms with what you want to yeah. do in that game, what you enjoy doing, what you want to look like, whatever, and then uh, yeah, maybe maybe. More fun than, than listening to Richard talk about Yakuza yet again. Absolutely. Sorry, what? Did I say that loud? Huh? Huh? You said you loved it. Yes, I know. I love you. Um, so, yeah. that I, I guess that's that's today's episode. Were we just re- two rambling old men? Or did we come to any conclusions? No, there's, that, that was the conclusion. Self-care. If, if, if you guys have... I wanna, I'm, I'm also actually interested in what you guys, uh, what you guys go through. Because, I, I mean, as... As anyone who's listened to this podcast will tell you, I'm horribly out of touch. So if that's uh, fucking true, yeah. God knows. So if um, if you guys have stories about it, like when when playing games felt more like work than playing games, or when it wasn't good, like how you what what's your line? When did you step back? What did you what did you do? Why did you do it? I'd love to hear stories like that, and you can send them to projectilelunchcast at gmail.com. But they can also join your online discourse on Twitter using your Twitter handle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Please uh, sign up for my, my 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 Twitter service. It's at FOMO Friends. Uh, basically, if you I, I tweet bet me, that exists actually. No, if you tweet me uh, at, at what PLC FOMO Friends then, because that's podcast branded, I'll just make up an event that you were there for uh, in a game that you could just you could just send to your friends and be like, you missed out. <laughs> So if you're ever missing out on missing out, but you've already missed out, just come to me. I'll make some shit up, and that way you won't have missed out. That is actually a very helpful service. No worries. I'm, I'm a pillar of the community. How much is that? Is, it, is it more than my recluse? <laughs> it's what? Is it more than my recluse? I don't know how much your recluse costs other than me, Nothing, me getting a fucking migraine. Fair enough. So yeah, uh, you can, as always, talk to me on Twitter at com underscore raven. Uh, we are delighted to, to hearing your feedback. Maybe if there's any topics you'd like to see us discuss in the future, um, especially topics where you think that Richard would not have anything positive to contribute to, maybe it would be surprised, actually, Yeah. by his thoughts. Super positive. Anyways, we are looking forward to talking to you again next week, Thursday. Uh, until then... Wait, 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 shit. Yeah. Dude, Like, did we just go like a whole episode and did not mention Sam Lake or Remedy once? That's true. Because I, I mentioned Todd Howard very briefly. You did. You got your Todds in, but you didn't um, No, like, absolutely. Like, if you haven't done so, please play Control because it's a fantastic game and uh, Sam Lake is an asset to us all. Soon, Todd Howard, through cybernetics, will be in control of Basti. There's worse things in life. Do you think it would be easier to raise coronavirus awareness if Cardi B and Daddy Yankee did a song about it? Very likely, yes.
money, got me some roses and a little bling. I knocked on her door, she said, what you